Today's daf is daf peches, and we're starting back on peizayinam beis at the Gemara, and we're analyzing this mishnah that we just learned. So mesnisin the low kechanani ben Akavya. First of all, the mishnah is not like the opinion of chanani ben Akavya. Ditani, because the price says chanani ben Akavya. Omer chanani ben Akavya says you don't even need the mechitza hanging. Uh, as long as it has four amas by four amas, you can make a hole smack in the middle of it that's four by four, four hand breaths by four hand breaths, and fill it up there. This heter of Hananya ben Akavya says that you can basically do this. Um, this trick of folding and lowering the wall. So Lohitar Rabchanani ben Akavya Ella Biyamish Altveri. It's a special dispensation for uh, the Sea of Tiberias. Why? Hal Biyesh Lo Ognayim. It has walls. The Yaros Vikarfifos Makifos. So it's basically a surrounded area by walls all around, and it's like basically a walled-in lake, which is. What? I, I, I don't know. I've never been on the other side of the Kinneret. So that, that's, at least in those days, it certainly did. That's the point. Other waters, not. So Tanurban the rabbis learned Kimot Varm Hitte, Rabbi Hananya Menachavi. There are actually three special leniencies that Rabbi Hananya Benakavia allowed to the people of Tiberia. Okay? Number one, this one that we just said. You're allowed to fill up water from a platform that's over the water on Shabbos, um, which we said, as long as it's four, by four, four amas by four amas, it's at, uh, like we explained. Number two, whatever, we'll see what that is. You could do hatamana with this particular material. And we're not worried about the hatmana issue, okay? And umistapkin baluntis, and you also can dry with towels. So he said to the people of Tveria that, you know, remember, obviously, one of the industries in Tveria is the Chamitveria. So it's a big bathing area uh, going to the springs, the hot springs of Tveria. So people are drying themselves with a the towel. They're allowed to do that. We're not worried that if they dry themselves with a the towel and the towel's a bit on the wet side, that they may come to wring out the towel, which would be prohibited. So we don't worry about that. Okay, so those are the three leniencies that he allowed. And we're going to go through one by one. So, what's that? That we already saw. Because we said that he, accept, he accepts this concept that you... Uh, don't need actual walls. You just need to be able to have enough material to theoretically make walls. So as long as the, the material is there, if I can, I can, in my mind's eye, I can fold it down and make the walls. Okay. So that's one thing. What is that Hatmana thing talking about? Because we learned in a Bryce, and this is the rest of the story. Hishkim lahavi psolas. They went, they got up early to get the psolas, the chaff, off the grain um, in the fields early in the morning. Now, if you did so, in Bishvil of if it's because you want it to gather while it's still wet, because early in the morning there's still some dew on it, so 
then that means that it's, the wetness is something that you're excited about, that you want it. And if it's because I'm doing it early in the morning, is because this is a side job, I, need, I have my regular work that I need to do, and I'm rushing to that, so the only reason why I'm doing it early in the morning is not because I want the water, I don't care about the water, I'm just gathering it for... Um, because now's my only chance to do so. You understand? It's like um, I'm a busy man. So then, because then the water is not really what it's not really a factor in what why I'm gathering this. Says Rabbi Chanan ben Akavi, the people of Tveria, there Rashi says they were bali malacha. The average person was a in in, in Tveria was a working man. That was the nature of the place. Everyone was, you know, had jobs that they had to do. And if you're a Baal Malacha, you're going to go and take care of your Malacha that you got to do. That's it. You got to do what you got to do. And therefore, the only reason why he's doing it early in the morning has nothing to do with the fact that it's wet. And that's why you're allowed to do Atmana um, you know, with, uh, with, these, with this Atza because the water that was on there is not going to um, make it susceptible to Toma, because otherwise um, uh, that would be a big issue. We do not want to make our fruit more susceptible to Toma earlier than we're ready for that. So that's why we specifically, he said, it's okay to do so, and it won't affect it in that way. Okay, that's the second halacha. And the last halacha, Mistapkin Valuntis, they're allowed to dry themselves with towels. When they come out of the bath, Mahi, what is the issue there? The Tanya the Bryce says, You can dry yourself with a towel and place it on the window. But never, don't give your used towel to the bath attendant. Because they are suspect of doing that, meaning they will. If you give the wet towel to the bath attendant, it's, uh, it's an, you, you would have to assume that he's naturally going to be squeezing out that towel because it's just going to make his job easier and he's not going to just leave it. So therefore, handing it to the attendant is not allowed. But it, on, we're talking about on Shabbos because obviously you're not allowed to squeeze out the towel on Shabbos and that's the, that's the concern. Now, Rav Shimon Omer, Af Mevia Biado L'Soch Beso. I'm even allowed to take my towel home if it's Yom Tif. Obviously, Shabbos is a carrying issue, but I'm allowed to take it from the bath home, even though while I'm on the way, you may, um, you know, like not be thinking about what you're doing, and you might squeeze out the towel. We don't worry about it, according to Rav Shimon. Okay, and that's the end of that piece. Amar Rav Baravuna Loshana We're putting here a major qualifier on this platform halacha. Okay, we mentioned in the Mishnah that if you have this gzustra, you have to put these walls around it. And we're saying that well, those walls enable you to draw water from the water. But uh, that's because you're filling up. Avalishbach, if I want to pour water out, I cannot pour water out that hole into the sea. That's a different thing. Okay, also that would be pretty. So Maskevler of Shizbi, so Shizbi asked, how is this different than the upcoming Mishnah that we're going to be learning, where if I have a very small courtyard, I need to dig a little ditch right at the edge of the courtyard that can contain a certain amount of water, two saws worth of water, which is the average person's daily use of water. 
and you know for bathing or whatnot. And uh, that I would, I, and once I have that, I'm allowed to pour out into it, even if it goes from there into the pub, into the public. I don't worry about it, even if I'm pouring it out on Shabbos. Now, what's the difference? Why is that allowed, and why over here, when I'm pouring it down this the, this trap, basically, it's not going to be allowed? So the Gemara answers, Hani tiny, the Hani lo tiny. That's different because over there, when I'm pouring my water out, it's going to go into the ditch, and it may very likely stay in the ditch and just get absorbed in the ditch. So therefore, it's less of a concern. As opposed to over here, there's no question when I'm pouring out my wastewater into the sea. That water is going to be automatically traveling outside the walls of where I'm pouring out. It's like on, it's like no, it's inevitable, and therefore it's worse. Okay, that's version A of Rabba Bar Huna, and that's version A. I ikadami. There's a version B. Amar Rabba Bar Huna Don't say the other way around. Don't say that what's allowed here is only to draw the water and not to pour out the water. But but to pour out is also allowed. It's both directions. That's what Rabbi Barafun is saying. And Amr Rav Shizbi, so Rav Shizbi said to that, Pshita, that's Pasha. Hainuka, that's the same Allah of Duka. So Gemara says, it's not so obvious. I might have thought, maybe Uka is better because after all, it, gets, it could get absorbed at least in that little ditch that we dug. That we don't make that distinction. Once you're pouring into the right area, we don't worry about what what happens afterwards. Even if it's inevitable that it's going to be leaving, it's still not a concern. And that's the final position, which, by the way, seems to be the halacha. We're more lenient. Okay. Brings us to the next case. We talked about in the Mishnah, we mentioned this a few times. We have two platforms. One's higher than the other one, and the one the higher one made their walls system to be able to draw water. The lower one did not, and the higher one, and the, unless they make an eruv to each other, neither are allowed to draw water. Now the question is, First of all, he puts a qualifier over here. This is only true when it's nearby. Avabimufleges, but it's far away. Rashi says mufleges usually means that it's wider distance than four tfachim away. It's like a long, you know, like it's a bigger stretch. Then el Materis, the upper one will be allowed because now it's not really connected to the lower one. This is Rav My avir connection. If I only have an ear space connection to your area, doesn't it doesn't impinge on your right, and therefore it's. Uh, per, it's therefore it, the upper one will be permissible to draw water because it's not now it's disconnected now I'm a rabbi, I'm a so Rabba said in the name of Ravchia and Rav Yosef said in the name of Oshia so they're each quoting a different previous generation rabbi Rabbi and Rav Yosef are peers and they're both quoting Yesh Gezel B'Shavis V'chorva Maxer L'Pailam there is theft on Shabbos, which sounds like theft is legal. We make a, it's a legal exception to steal on Shabbos. And the churva, the ruin, returns it back to the owners. So what does that mean? Okay, it doesn't mean that you're allowed to steal, 
But at this juncture, we're gonna right now we, we're under the impression that we're saying contradictory terms. What it means is this. Yesh Gezel B'Shabbos is like, let's say there's a ruin. Now that always belongs to somebody. It's next to my house, right adjacent up to my house, but it's a ruin. And somebody owns it, but he didn't build it up, he didn't fix it up yet. And I want to use, use it as like my domain, as an extension of my domain by carrying in it. Now that's really thievery. I'm not really allowed to use it. But then again, Yesh Gezel B'Shabbos, which means that Shabbos recognizes the rights of a thief that is accustomed to using an area to grant him that it's a private domain as if it's his private domain and therefore since he generally uses it during the week it's called his and it's not considered a separate property um, and he'd be allowed to carry there. But the next line of Churva Maxilabailam it sounds like they were saying exactly the opposite which is basically that the ruin becomes on Shabbos back to the original owner which means that I'm not allowed to use the area. So what is it? So Hagufa Kasha, that's the Gemara's question now. It's, we, we just contradicted ourselves. I'm Shabbos. I'm Kanya, that means that it looks like it's mine. And therefore it's like it's mine, I'm allowed to use it. And then, I'm Kanya, which means that it's not mine. If it's not mine, then I'm not allowed to use it. So which is it? So this is what, we're, what it's saying. Yesh did Gezel B'Shabbos. The laws of Gezel do apply to Shabbos. Meaning, I'm, it's a problem. Kate said, what do you do? The Chorva Machzir, how is this? The Chorva Machzir, because the Chorva returns to the original owner who really owns it. And the fact, that the, the fact that I am accustomed during the week to treat this as an extension of my property is not at all have any halachic effect when it comes to Shabbos. It's still somebody else's property. I'm not allowed to carry in it. Amarabah, so Rabbah says, Umosfina Nashmaitin. You know, come to think of it, we have a raya against that halacha from a mishnah. This mishnah that we just learned. These two platforms, they're from two different people's properties. One's higher than the other one. And we're saying that the lower one has rights to the higher one. What kind of rights? It's my property. How can he, because he you, is used to drawing water from it, make it that I have to make an air from him? He's not, he has no rights. This is mine. Okay, that's the question. You see that we recognize Gezel rights as real rights. That's really what it seems to be saying. Why does his use prohibit me from, from drawing my water myself? This mechitza, they chipped in together to build the wall, the walls around the hole so they could draw water. So he paid for half of it. So that automatically, even though he did, it's not his property, but since he helped build the wall, so if you help build the wall, you're entitled to a share of the, the you have that that's for the right it's understood that you have the rights to draw water out of that otherwise why I paid for part of it so that's why it's halachically he has a right and if I don't deal with him me, by making a joint eruv it becomes prohibited if that's true what if he made his own hole by himself why is does why is it now mutter for the upper one to draw water himself even without the eruv. So, um, the kia, right? It, it shouldn't make a difference because, after all, he helped chip in for it. So, the Gemara answers, no. He basically is informing for everyone. 
he changed his mind. Yeah, he'd rather it's a hassle and a half to start drawing water from the neighbor's uh, balcony. So I made so I made my own holes. So I could draw water from, with with walls, so I could make my own. So I could draw from my own. So therefore, right, as soon as he does that, he's showing that he doesn't want it. Even though you don't pay for it, he doesn't want it anymore. And that's why it, it doesn't need his uh, approval or his uh, join, joining in to make an Arif to be able to draw water. And that's the bottom line. Brings us to the Mishnah over here towards the bottom of Peches, Amen Aleph. You have a courtyard that's less than four Amos. So it's a narrow courtyard. This is a, the quote of the halacha that we mentioned previously. So ain't shofkin b'socha mayim b'shabes. I'm not allowed to pour water out my my wastewater onto this tiny little chutzpah that's less than four by four. Elam kein asula uka machzekes asayim min hanekev ulamata. Somewhere past the hole where the water is spilling out has to be an uka a ditch. That can hold at least two saw of water. It does not need to be inside my property line, or it could be outside the property line. But if it's outside, if it is outside the property line, I need to put uh, some sort of um, cover uh, over the mouth uh, with boards that the water will come in. Um, and go, and it's not con- it's not connected to the area on the outside of the property. It's covered up. Okay, I need a board blocking the ditch. If the ditch is dug outside my property line, I need to cover it over so it can you know on the on on the other side of the property line so it'll flow in, but it's covered on the outside. Okay. Um, if it's on your inside of your property, then it can leave the ditch open. It can be an open ditch. Now, when you have a pond, basically, and it's covered four amas in the Rishos Arabim, so then uh, I can pour water in on Shabbos, and I don't look at, well, the water maybe is going all the way past past the uh, um, past my you know past that because it's covered the fact that it's covered uh, the bib is sort of like a ditch it's like a drainage ditch okay uh, where basically you know, like you have in the streets of Yerushalayim there's these like the these little cobblestone streets that are like sink down in the middle and there's like it could be it's like a water channel so it's similar to that this might be full of water all the time or whatever that's where people's Wastewater goes and it flows into somewhere. So anyway, if it's covered for Amas and Rishas Rabbim, then I'm allowed to pour in. Even if I have a rooftop, which normal right uh, pouring out uh, those days the roofs were flat roofs, or a courtyard, even if it's a hundred Amas wide, so really big, I cannot pour onto the channel directly. Because when I'm pouring on the channel, it's understood, it's automatically flowing out, and everyone's be saying, they don't know where I'm pouring it out onto, maybe I'm pouring out right into the public domain. And that's the problem. What I do is I pour it onto the roof, and then it flows, and then the water will find its you know, low point, and will eventually get to the channel, and then it's okay.
If you have a, a courtyard that's small, together, right next to a covered area that's without walls, which is the Achsadra, um, and they're next to each other, they combine to make it the Arbaamos, which would be allowed then to, um, I don't need to create a ditch, to build a ditch. Similarly, if I have two, um, a, you know, second story places with that open up to, um, a, you know, a courtyard that's less than four amos. So, uh, each one opposite each other. And some of the so where there's two neighbors, one of them made this ditch, the other one did not make the ditch. The one that made the ditch is allowed to pour, and the one that didn't is going to be prohibited. So it, it doesn't, um, and therefore, that's the, that's the Mishnah. Okay, so first thing in the Gemara, my time, what's the reason why you need to dig this ditch in order to pour the water out, my wastewater out? After all, I'm pouring the wastewater in my own domain, and where it flows, why is it my problem? That's the Gemara's question. So, Naturally, a person uses the standard use of water for a daily person, for an average person per day, is two saw of water. Okay? Every day. And if there's an area that's four by four, two so per, uh, two per hole or two per person? Two per person. Two saw per person, okay? But the point being is, so therefore when I'm pouring it out, I'm pouring out two saw at a time for my whatever. I finished bathing, I finished washing, I'm done with it, and then I'm pouring it out. But if I have four amas weird, I pour it out. So then for that amount, he uses that water to help get the area dried out. And basically the dust will come up, and by having it wet, it keeps the dust down, so it makes the area, the courtyard, more pleasant to walk around in because it's not gathering too much dust. Okay? If it's less than four, shofchan, then you're going to have to pour, um, then you're going to have to pour it. Okay? Um, um, uh, basically, um, and, and you're not going to want the water because I don't have enough area to, it's like, I don't, this area is anyway not significant enough to start fixing up because it's not a comfortable area. It's very small. And therefore, I'm only going to pour it out to get rid of it. And if I'm pouring it out to get rid of it, if I make the ditch, then it's okay because I'm not pouring it out to go into the street. So in other words, where's my intention? Do I want the water in my yard or not? If my yard's big enough, I do want it in the yard and therefore it's fine. If it's, if it's a smallish yard that's too little to enjoy, so then I want it out. And since I want it out, unless I make a ditch, it's not going to be allowed. That's the logic of, that's the first opinion, that's Rabbi's explanation. Rabbi Zeira Amar, Rabbi Zeira says no. Different logic. Dalit Amos, if I have four Amos, tiny. It gets, that's enough room air, uh, to get absorbed in that space. Is enough area to, to suck up that water that I'm pouring out, it's too soft of water. But if it's less than four, it's not going to get absorbed, and it's by definition going to be flowing out, and that's why I need the ditch. My benai, what's the practical difference between Rabbah and Rabzeira? The difference is, if you got the same area, same square footage, but in different dimensions. If it's 
according to, according to Rabbah, is what we're looking at is a comfortable area to hang out in. If it's narrow and long, it's not a comfortable area to hang out in. And therefore, I only want the water out in one direction. I want it away from here. But according to uh, Rabbi Zeira, it's not a matter of, of what, uh, what, what the purpose of the water. It's a matter of, is there enough land to absorb the water that I'm spilling? If the answer is yes, then I don't care what the, dim- the I don't care that it's what dimensions it is. Okay, so tonight, now we look going back in the Mishnah. Chotzer, we mentioned in our Mishnah, when you have a courtyard and right next to it is the next Hadram, it's Tafel and Daladamas that combines to the Daladamas. So this seems to prove like Rabzeira. Why? Bishlam the Rabzeira, according to Rabzeira, Nicha makes a lot of sense because, after all, there's the necessary square footage to absorb the water. That's all that matters. El Rabba Kasha, but according to Rabba, how does this work? I've, my chutzr is too small, and next to it is an exadra that's too small. How is that ever working? And it's not the right dimensions of four by four. So the Gemara says, Reb Zeira answered, to explain it, to make it fit in with Rabba. We're talking about where the exadra matches the dimensions of the chatzar, and basically between the chatzar and the chatzar, the two areas, you got a grand total of four by four, which is a comfortable area. You're right; one part has a has a roof over it, the other part doesn't. But that doesn't matter; it's still a comfortable single area that a person will want to hang out in, and therefore he'll want to uh, make the dust, you know, not you know, not come up. Okay, which is the what the what you gain from pouring out. Now, Tashmah come near another proof. Chatzar she'in ba dalar amas al dalar amas. If you have a chatzar that's not four by four, ain't shovchin l'socha mayim b'shabes. So, not four by four implies that you need to maintain those dimensions of four by four. And eight by two is not going to cut it. That's what it sounds like. Which is bishlam l'rab l'rab That fits very well according to Rabbah. Because I don't need it to be four by four, I just need it to have the same square footage. Okay? So, answer, that could be the rabbi's opinion. There's a machlokas between the rabbanon and Rebbelezer ben Yaakov. And I'm, our mission is really Rebbelezer ben Yaakov's opinion. And Rebbelezer ben Yaakov holds my reasoning, and, that, and, and that's why. Um, and that's why that's not a question on me. So the Gemara says, how did he know that our Mishnah is going like Reb Lezer ben Yaakov? Where do you see and hint in the Mishnah that it's really Reb Lezer ben Yaakov's opinion? Because Amaravas, Ravas explained, because he had a difficulty in the Mishnah. Well, look what the words are in the Mishnah. Why does the Mishnah say if the Chatzar is less than four by four. Why use the word p'chusa? P'chusa means that it doesn't have the necessary square footage of four by four. Now, that's not the point according to Rabbah. The point is, or, or the, uh, the, the point is, you needs to be dalar al-dalar. It should have said listening, chatzah she'im ba dalar amat al-dalar amat. It doesn't have the square shape. El alav shmami. No, the Rebbelez ben Yaakov here. Obviously, the Mishnah is Rebbelez ben Yaakov, and I'm explaining Rebbelez ben Yaakov's reasoning. Shmami no. So it's a very good proof. So Gemara says, but how could it be Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov's opinion? Right? Because of the Sefer, we said that if you have the water channel and it's covered, 
So he's quoted in the latter part of the Mishnah. Sounds like the ratio was not his opinion. So how do you read it in? So that's the Gemara's question. So the Gemara answers, um, Rachel, Rebbe Lez ben Yaakov. So Gemara answers, no, Kula Rebbe Lez ben Yaakov. It's really all Rebbe Lez ben Yaakov's statement. The Chesur Mitzram, we just have to fill in the blanks. Here's what's, here's the correct way to read the Mishnah. Here's how it reads. Chatzar Shehi Pechusa Midalat Amos. If it's less than four Amos, meaning not the full, um, not the full square footage, you're not let it pour water in it on Shabbos. But if it is four tefachim, meaning you got the correct area, uh, square footage of four of four by four, right? Sixteen square amas, right? Shofchin, then I can't. She Rebbeizer ben Yaakov Omer, because Rebbeizer ben Yaakov says, "Bib hakomor dalad amas brishos harabim." If you have a closed ditch in the that's covered. For four amas in the Rishas Rabbim, Shofchin is Ochamayim B'Shabbos, and I'm allowed to pour into it on Shabbos, and the idea is, is that there's enough space that it could get absorbed in the channel, in that part of the channel, that it's not really going out into the open area, and that's why it's okay. So you see, so it's all Rebbe Leazar ben Yaakov is talking. Now, Rebbe, the, now we're going to go over that second halacha. Rebbe Leazar ben Yaakov, Omer, what's going on up here? So first of all, the Mishnah is not taking the opinion of Hananya. Because the price says, Hananya said, even if you have a roof that's a hundred amas wide, cannot let it pour on the roof. Why? Rooftops are built that way, to not absorb. That's what they make it out of material that the water will flow, right? You have special material because it's not, you don't want the water dripping into your house or absorbing into the walls of your house, into the rooftop of your house. You want the water draining. So it's built to be impervious to water, so the water will flow out. So I don't care how big it is, when I pour it over here, it's going to flow out somewhere outside. Okay? It's meant to make a stream. So, Tana, that's only in the rainy, in the sunny, in the summertime. Because then people will see the water coming out, and they'll say, oh, he's pouring water. And they'll assume that it's uh, that it's allowed. Avul b'mosak shom where it's rainy time shofik v'shona you can pour and pour again ve'ino nimna and you don't have to stop at all. My time. What's the difference between the rainy season and the summertime? The answer is amarava adam rotsa shivlu mayim bimkoman. In um, uh, you you really would want the water to absorb in its place because the you know it's anyway normally. The only normally on, on a sunny in sunny in the summertime, I want the water out of here because I don't want the water to stay in my area. I just want it to flow away because I want to be able to use this area. I don't want it to be muddy. But in the rainy season, it's already muddy, so there's no reason why I want it to go anywhere. I might, I'm happy if it just absorbs right here. What about the the wastewater? That also you want it to get absorbed in. We said you're not allowed to pour. So the more answer is, What's the concern? What are you worried about? He's going to ruin his, his, his courtyard? It's full of mud already, right? In the rainy season, they didn't have a different system. It was, full, it was basically muddy, muddy season. What are you going to say? Oh, look, his pipe is draining. 
This guy's pouring water out. Stamtinos mekalchamim. In the rainy season, it's always something dripping. Nobody's going to think that there's that this person is doing anything out of the ordinary. Okay, so therefore, there's no concern. Now, Amr of Nachman b'mosak shomim in the rainy season. If you have this ditch that can hold two, two saw of water, then you're allowed to pour that amount of water. If it can only, if you have a small uka that only holds a saw, then then you can pour only up to a saw. Basically, you're only allowed to pour as much as that ditch will hold. That's in the winter time. In the summertime, if it's big enough to hold two, then you're allowed to pour two. Saw, but if it only is big enough to hold a saw, then I'm not allowed to pour out at all. It has to at least be able to hold two. So the Gemara says, why? What's the problem? If I, it's going to get absorbed, in the, it's going to land in the ditch. Why should it be a problem? Why should I be required to... Make it if, I, if I'm only pouring out a saw, what's the concern? So the answer is it's a rabbinic decree. He may, if you let him take, you know, when you give an inch, they take a, a foot. So that's the same thing. If we let him pour one saw, he's gonna you're gonna come to do pour two. Because remember, as we know, the natural use of a person is to solve water. So why don't we make that in, in this winter also? What's the concern in the winter? Imishum kilkal. What is the? It's because the fields can get ruined. His courtyards can get ruined. Hamakalkal of kaim. It's already ruined. Imishum gzerisham yomotzinor shalplon imikalech mayim. Stam tinoros mikalchanim. Everything. There's a lot less of a concern in the winter time because water flowing out doesn't look fishy to people. In a rainy season, it's always wet. Okay. So Rabbi, therefore, Rabbi says hilkach. Therefore. Afilu kor vafilu karaim. Even if it's you could once we allow, you're allowed to pour much more than the than the saw. You could or two saw. You can pour even a core of water, even which is thirty saw. It's not a problem. Okay, um, it's irrelevant. Once it's allowed to pour to pour out, we don't make distinctions, and that's the bottom line. If it's okay, I would love to finish to the end of the parak. So he said it's the same thing when you have two little, uh, you know, second story apartments next to each other, share a small courtyard. One built the uka, one did not. Only he's allowed to use it, not the other. Now, even if they made an eruv, they made an eruv so they can carry to each other, so I could technically pour into his. Still not allowed. Amar Bay, my time, why? So now, because there's four saw that's being poured out, so now there's too much for the one ditch. It doesn't matter the size. Once you have the, the structure, I don't care how much you pour. You know, even if it's filled with water, ah, it's going to flow out. We don't worry about that. Once, it's, once we gave the allowance, it doesn't matter how much I'm pouring out. So we have to really amend it. What he's saying is this. That's only if they did not make a Erev between each other. But if they did, then everybody's allowed to pour. Why, when they didn't make an Erev, they're not allowed? 
Because even though I'm pouring here, it's going to end up going into your, uh, out the same ditch. But once I'm used to pouring out to your ditch, I may come to carry stuff into your section, which is prohibited. And that's the problem. End of the perik, the eighth perik. Na na